What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anna Create Podcast. My name is Alex Krotz, and today we're going to talk about ways to help spark your creativity. When working in a creative field, there's times of extreme creativity, and there are other times where you feel like all your ideas have dried up and you have nothing more. There are many different ways to get around this, and everybody has their own unique way to do it. But today I wanted to talk about a few ways that I get around this depending on the situation that I'm in. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Anik Creates Podcast with your weekly dose of music, technology, and creative inspiration. Now your host, Alex Krotz. Now, obviously, there are many different ways to do this, and it all depends on what kind of creative lull you're in. And this doesn't even have to be a creative lull. This can also be creative or motivational when you have no motivation to do work that you think you have to do or want to do, whether it be creativity in kind of an artistic way of painting or creating a song, or whether it's more kind of the business side of things where you have to do more writing or figure out how to make an ad on Facebook or whatever it is to promote your creativity. A lot of people forget that when you're doing creative things, you also have to have a business sense to then be able to sell your creativity. Otherwise, you can't do your creativity as a living. If that's not your intent, you still want to promote it. You still want to show your friends. You still want to put it out to your family. You still want to make your website, that kind of thing, so that you can show people and get it out into the world because something that a lot of creative people like is to show people. Now, I realize that that's not everybody, but it is a lot of different people. So the problem is, is that sometimes we don't have the motivation or or the creativity to do that side of things if we're more of a creative mind. And sometimes if we even if we're a creative mind, we don't have the motivation to or the creativity to actually get into that creative mindset and be creating something. Even if it's something that we want to do every day all the time. Sometimes when you come home from your 9 to 5 job or whatever it is that you do during the day and you want to create at night, you run into that creativity lull where you're a little burnt out and you're not really sure what you want to do, but you want to do it so you sit down at your computer and you really want to work on it. But sometimes that just doesn't work. Sometimes you need a little bit of help to spark your creativity. You can't force it. Now, everybody has different ways of doing this. Everybody has their own unique thing. Some people just like to sit down. Some people like to look at other things. But a lot of people fall into the same problem where they just end up watching Netflix and they end up putting it off till tomorrow and they end up not actually doing it, which doesn't help you grow your creativity. It doesn't help you grow your career. It doesn't help you move forward. It's always a dream that you want to do it, but you never actually do it. Now, for people who are actually doing it for a living or more so for a living and do a lot of it every day, we can also still run into those things. I've worked with lots of bands that that's their job. They are there to create music. They're there to go on tour. They're there to write songs, record them. That's what they do all day, every day. That's their job. That's how they make some of them very good money. And it's still their job and still the thing that they do every day. Sometimes they still come to the studio. They still come into work and they don't have that creative energy and they need to get around that. And, you know, the longer you do it, the more you figure out little ways to kind of help yourself out. But we all run into those days when we just don't want to do something or those times that we just don't know what to do. We know we want to work on it or we feel that we have to work on it and we just don't know what to do next. I find the biggest problem is when you want to work on something, but you don't know what to work on, and then you feel like you have to, and so you sit there and you try and force it out, and that's when it becomes a problem. If you just let it come to you naturally, that's when a lot of things I feel flow better and come out easier, and then you get on to your own 
path and your own flow with whatever you're doing. And it just builds and builds and builds on itself. And that is something that I see all the time. As soon as you have one little win within your songwriting, let's say you are trying to find a certain sound. Once you find that sound, you feel like you've checked something off of your list, then you feel good and you want to do the next task. So then you find the chords or you find, you know, the lyric that you were looking for, whatever it is that you need to move forward. Every little piece then adds to you going, yeah, I can do this. I'm going to do this. This is great. And it just builds. And the next thing you know, it's, you know, 10 hours later and you've been doing this for 12 hours straight and you didn't even realize that you had to go to work in two hours. But (laughs) that's how it works. Sometimes you just need to start that creativity. And that's the trickiest part is getting that little spark of how to start, how to get off the couch, stop watching Netflix and actually work on something or how to when you're sitting there working on something and you don't have any ideas, how to get those ideas flowing and how to get them started. Because once they're started, they build off each other. But to get it started, you don't think about it until you're sitting there and you realize you actually have no ideas. You wanted to write a song today, but you don't know what to write about. You wanted to make a painting today, but you have no ideas what you want to do. You wanted to make a video, but you actually have no idea what to say. There's so many of those little things that just add up. And then you second guess yourself and think, wow, maybe I don't have any ideas. Maybe all my ideas are crap. You look at your list of ideas for whatever it is that you're doing. Let's say it's it's song ideas and you have a list of, you know, verses or phrases or titles or beats that you want to listen to and, and write over and you listen to them and they all sound like crap and you just have no ideas what to do. And it's just you're in the wrong mindset. And that's one of the biggest problems that kind of stops creativity and stops that spark of creative energy. And the biggest part is that you have to switch that mindset. And that's what I'm talking about. And today I want to talk about three different ways that I kind of help myself reset my mindset when I'm in that, in that scenario. I do a lot of different types of creative work, and I'm going to outline that a little bit and where this all comes into play within my grand scheme of things. And then I'm going to talk about the three main ways that I try to help myself depending on my scenario or depending on what will work that day, because not everything that you do will work every day. You have to be open to the fact that it's not going to work every day. Some days you're just going to not be able to have any creative energy and you're going to wake up the next day and it's going to be fine. But you need to know that you, maybe your go-to method might not work that day and you need to realize that so that you can then accept it and try something else or give up for the day and try again tomorrow or in an hour or after dinner, whatever the timeline is that you need to then get that creative spark back you need to be able to accept that. So that's why I wanted to give you a few different scenarios of how I do it and what what works for me because I always find listening to other people and their ideas kind of helps spark some ideas of what I might be able to try or, oh, I never thought of that. So I wanted to be able to talk about that today for what I do that might help you. So first, I want to talk a little bit about what I do in terms of creative work and what this applies to over the grand scheme of all the things that I do. So obviously, I'm a producer and an engineer, and I work on music. So as an engineer, I'm a creative in the way that I need to make the sound do something when a person's recording, or I'm mixing and I need to have the song sound really good and tell a story and have a flow. That's what I do as a producer or an engineer. I, I, I write songs, I engineer songs, I mix songs. I have to be creative. Creative, even though it's technical, even though I'm still turning knobs and making it sound a certain way and you'd think that it has to sound a certain way, there's an aspect of creativity in there that I have to 
bring out the life of the song and I have to bring out the message and I have to bring out the story of the song or the instrument or the part that we're recording or the song that I'm trying to portray if I'm working with an artist and I'm trying to portray their lyrics and I'm trying to give that world to the listener through whatever the song is that's being recorded. When I'm mixing, it's trying to bring that story to life and make it sound good. So technically I have to do some technical things, make it balanced to make sure you can hear everything. But at the same time, I need to make sure that you hear what I want you to hear as a mixer. So there's creativity in that part of my job. As a videographer, I do a lot of video editing for people and I do a lot of video editing for myself, my vlogs, my tutorials, other videos for clients all around the world. And they send me footage and I have to take it and put it together and edit it piece by piece, find the clips that I like, find the clips that work well together. And there's a big creative part to that, making it work with the music, making the story or whatever the point is of the video come through. Whether that be a highlight reel for a sports competition or whether it be a tutorial for how to mix music, all of it, I have to make the story and the point come across in a very clear way, making everything feel a certain way so that people can actually learn from it. As a content creator in Anna Creates, I'm working on courses and I'm working on blog posts, which is a lot of writing, and I'm working on my podcasts and I'm working on all sorts of educational tutorials and content to help people learn how to make music. And that's one of the biggest things I'm working on right now that's not live, not out there, but I'm still, I have to work on it every day. I have to work on blog post outlines. What do people want to learn? What do I want to share? What things can I share with people that they can learn from? And I need to take those and I need to outline those ideas and then I need to write the ideas in an engaging way. And there's a lot of technical details of dragging and dropping stuff on a website or making it look nice and that's still creative in its own way. I still have to make it look and feel good that people want to click and actually read the articles and I need to find the pictures that portray what I'm actually teaching in the article and there's so many different parts of making these blog posts and courses and tutorials, everything, because I need to not only do the technical side of filming it and making sure the lighting's right and making sure the background's right, but also how do I say it? What do I say? What am I trying to do? What's the flow of the video? What's the arc of this tutorial or what is the blog post trying to say? What else can I get out of this content? Should I link it to a video that also portrays a different aspect of this, but in a video format that makes more sense in a video format? Or how are people reading it? Is it too long? Is it too short? Is it worded well? Does it sound like me or doesn't it sound like me? All these things. I have to think about all these different aspects of things as I'm creating all that content. Although it's not creative in the same way that art or music is, it's creative in a writing sense. And then in a presentation and marketing sense, how does the website look? Does it feel like something you'd want to click on and buy the products or the courses, or even just get the free information that I want to put out? All those different things are different aspects of creativity that aren't directly music, but they're also things that I need to think about. I could hire somebody to help me with it, but I love doing it. And I love creating in that different way. And it's part of that whole branching out thing that I talked about back in a different podcast, but I love the marketing and business side of things and website design. I love all that kind of stuff. So it's a different way to express myself and it's a different way 
to exercise creativity when I don't feel like mixing a song or when I don't feel like writing a new song or producing a new track, whatever other things I'm doing, I can kind of pick and choose whatever I feel like doing better, which I find is such a great way to also help spark your creativity. Because if you feel like doing something and you have an avenue to allow that to come out, you can do that and still feel like you're moving forward while also benefiting something else that you're doing. So for me, I love making music and I love writing music, but I also love business things and I love web design. So if I feel one day like sitting at a coffee shop on my computer, I can work on my website. But if I don't feel like going out to a coffee shop, then maybe I'm at home and I feel more like sitting in front of my speakers. So then I'll make a song or I'll work on a beat or I'll work on tracks. And if I don't feel like doing that and I feel like sitting outside, maybe I'll bring my hard drive and I'll work on some video editing or some photo editing. If I need to fill maybe 10 minutes, that's better for photo editing. So maybe I'll edit some photos. And if I have like a whole day, maybe I'll sit there and try and write a few episodes of a podcast and try and come up with things that I want to do or that lead into each other. And when I think of all these different ideas for the podcast and they all relate back to other episodes, that's because as I'm writing a certain episode or as I'm coming up with an idea, I come up with another side idea that I'm like, oh, that would make more sense as a whole other episode. If I have a few hours of creative time and I'm feeling really good, then maybe I'll try and knock out four or five episodes of ideas for my podcast. Even when I'm working on different songs, if I'm working on a record, I'm generally not working on one song at a time. I'm working on 10 different songs, three different records, whatever it is, because I can jump around. If I feel like I'm not getting something done on one song and I've kind of hit a wall, I'll jump to another song. If it's that artist that I'm not really sure what I want to do with them, I'll jump to a different artist, work on a different song for somebody else. That then allows me to come back to that artist later with a different sense of creative energy. And I feel good because of what I've done on, you know, the second artist that I was working on. And I come back to the first artist and have a different idea just because I let myself go to different avenues and I let myself try different things on a different artist. Sometimes it kind of cross contaminates, but it's a beautiful thing. I feel that way when I'm working on videos, when I'm working on audio, when I'm working on my podcasts, when I'm working on tutorials, when I'm working on songs and songwriting and mixing all those different avenues of the creativity part of my life that I love to do. Now I'm a big addict when it comes to this and I just always want to be working on things. So it's really, really helpful when I have all these different avenues to be able to express myself in different ways. So I have three main things that I wanted to talk about, which I've kind of touched on already, but I want to outline three different ways that I really use to help me spark that creativity and that motivation to be creative and that motivation to just do even the dirty work or the busy work, just to inspire myself to be creative or motivated. Now, the first one is I go for a walk and it seems very easy, but if I'm not feeling creative and I sit down on my computer and I want to work on something and it's just not happening. I just don't know what to do. I'm just picking clips for a video or I'm, you know, sitting there with a cursor blinking and I don't know what to do for my business or I don't know what to write about or I don't know what I should try to market my podcast or anything like that. I like to go for a walk. Now, one of the things that I'll do is I'll go for a walk sometimes with no music, with no headphones on, and I'll just think. I'll just allow myself to listen to the world around me, whatever's happening, and it lets your brain go and it lets your ideas kind of come out. You don't try and go for a walk to think about something. You literally just let your brain wander. And sometimes it's creating, you end up creating a to-do list of things you need to do and you think about, oh, I should probably go get, you know, paper towels because I ran out of those or I need toilet paper or whatever. Sometimes it's that, but sometimes you end up 
coming up with different ideas down the line. If you walk for 20 minutes, maybe in 18 minutes, you suddenly go, oh, you know, this would be a really good podcast idea. I should do that. So sometimes that really, really works for me. And I just let my brain go because too often we're always attached to things and we're always doing something, which means we never allow our brains to just wander. You know, we're always attached to our devices. We're always looking at our phones, looking at social media. You're always filling all of your different senses. And we don't allow ourselves to kind of take a break and just let our mind wander unstimulated for a little bit. There's tons of ideas in there that just need to be allowed to come out. So I find that helps all the time. If I need a little bit more help, if I need a bit more inspiration, if I'm feeling really down and I just, I don't want to go down a dark path of, wow, I can't, I don't have any ideas. I'll sometimes listen to music, which then for me really helps make me feel empowered. And I feel like whatever the music is that I'm listening to, I feel good. I feel powerful. I feel like I would love to do that. And that often ends up in me coming home and wanting to write a song or write a new podcast because I come up with these ideas or I feel like the feeling that this song gives me, I want to feel that uh, from something that I've created. But I allow myself to go for a walk and just not worry about the fact that I'm not creating and go for a walk and listen to this music and get inspired by the messages or the feeling I get from that music. Another thing that I love to do when I walk is listen to podcasts. And maybe this is why you're listening to this podcast right now, but I often listen to Pat Flynn and the Smart Passive Income podcast, or I listen to a couple of creatives with Chris Howe and Lizzie Pierce. And I listen to that and I get inspired by whatever they're saying, or I just feel better about what I'm doing and that I'm doing the right thing. Or I come up with a different idea because of what they say that they tried to do or that they're working on. And I go, wow, I could do that. I would love to try that. A lot of the time with business stuff and marketing and ways to create courses or ways to write books or ways to just promote yourself. And a lot of inspiration from those things comes from Pat Flynn's podcast. So often if I'm in a lull and I'm trying to work on more of the writing side of my business or the promotional side of my business, or there's just the businessy stuff, I go and I go for a walk and let, I listen to Pat Flynn and I really get some different ideas of whatever he's talking to that week or hearing different people's inspirational entrepreneurship stories. None of the stuff that he does has anything to do with music, but I take the ideas and I apply it to what I'm trying to do within my own business or my own self. And even if you're an artist or a producer, you're still a business. You're still that kind of entrepreneur that needs content, that needs to promote yourself, anything like that. So you can listen to these business and entrepreneurship podcasts and just think about it in a different light as they're talking about what they're doing, apply it to yourself. If they're talking about Facebook ads and how they're trying to sell a course, try and twist it a little bit and go, how can I use that to sell my album that I just put out or get people to watch my video and just use the things that they're talking about in a way that applies to you. Because I let myself go for a walk and either just come up with ideas myself or listen to music and feel inspired or listen to a podcast and come up with a new idea that I'd never thought of before. That's really powerful. And I think that's a really good way to help spark that creativity. Number two is accepting that you can take a break. And that's kind of the same with the walk where you're accepting, you know, I'm not going to do anything today. If you sit at your computer and you accept the fact that you're not coming up with any ideas and you accept the fact that, you know, maybe whatever it is that's on your to-do list today is not what's going to happen right now because you're just not feeling it and you're tired, you accept that and just accept a break and go for a walk. Or in my case, I sometimes just have to accept it and I go, you know what, I'm going to go watch a movie. 
and I go watch a movie or a big thing for me is video games. I love to go play video games. So I'll just go and I'll go, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go play some video games. I just accept the fact that the rest of my day is shot and I'm going to go play video games and maybe go for supper and see what's going on, you know, and inevitably what always happens is as soon as I do that and I just accept, I go sit down, I play my video games 45 minutes later. I have an idea for that song and I have this and I'm going to go do that. And I do one thing. And once again, I'm super inspired. And then I end up doing my whole to-do list and I add more things and I get more done because I accepted the fact that it wasn't going to happen today. It's almost like my brain was telling me you need a break. So as soon as I take that break for half an hour, even my body goes great. You know what you deserve, you deserve to be able to do your creative work again. And it lets me go back to doing whatever I was wanting to do that day. And when that happens, sometimes when I come back to being creative, it has to do with my to-do list and other times it doesn't. And I just allow that to happen because what, what ends up happening is then by accomplishing something creative, even if it's not what I thought I was going to do by doing something, anything I feel more confident in what I want to do because I've actually been able to move forward with something in my creative life. And I feel like, wow, my ideas aren't all out the window. I actually have some creativity left. And then that's what ends up making it so I can move forward with all the things I thought I was going to do. And my third thing, which is personal to me and to my writing, but I was talking to a friend of mine and, and I was telling him about this because he wanted to start a podcast and a blog. And he was like, how do you come up with your ideas? And how do you write your podcasts? And how do you write your blog posts? And how do you work on this stuff? Because, you know, I sit down and I just don't know what to do and I get really overwhelmed by it. And I just don't know how to structure my ideas. And sometimes I have ideas and sometimes I don't. And I was explaining to him this method of something that I do that really, really helps me if I'm even just to start my day. I actually often use it just literally to start my day and get my day started on the right foot. And that is my personal blog. I am Anik. And there I post whatever the heck I want. I post different articles that I write. Sometimes they're pretty long. Sometimes they're not very long. Sometimes it's about whatever I'm thinking that day. Sometimes it's my favorite podcast. Sometimes it's a recipe. Sometimes it's productivity tips. Sometimes it's behind the scenes of what I'm doing with Anna Creates and trying to find a video idea or whatever it is. It's, it's a way for me to vent and to like let some of that energy out. And so what I do, and the, the whole point of this is that I write my personal blog and I actually don't care about it very much. It started as an exercise to write and I wanted to write every day for at least half an hour. And this was somewhere I could put it because I didn't know what to write and I didn't want to, you know, try and write something for the Anna Creates brand when I had no ideas. So it was allowing me to write whatever it was. And if it became an article, it became an article. If it didn't, it didn't, but I wrote something that day. And so I started out near the beginning. I was trying to write every day and then I had to start editing and start doing other things. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to publish every day, but I'm still going to try and write every day. I'm still going to sit down for half an hour and just try and write something. Even if that's basically a journal entry and it doesn't go anywhere, I'm going to sit down to write for that time. What ended up happening is now I have this blog that I try and publish on, you know, three to four times a week. And it's just my random thoughts about what's going on. And it's somewhere for me to put those ideas that I have that doesn't fit anywhere else in my life. I don't care if people read them, but people seem to like reading them and I get good feedback from friends and family and different people that found it because of what I've been writing and it's inspiring. And that's what I want to do is inspire people. If anything, I use that as a tool to help spark the creativity because what I do is when I write something that I don't care about, 
it's it flows very easily because I don't care if it turns out well or if it doesn't, which then means that I am actually very honest with it and I just let it go and my writing, you know, that those juices are flowing because I'm writing. And then when I'm done it, I feel accomplished right away. Already I've accomplished something. I've written an article. I've written my thoughts down. I feel like I've done something good. Even if it's crap, it doesn't matter because I've, I've done it. I've written, I accomplished that half an hour of writing. I can check that off. And what inevitably happens is then I can go confidently into writing something for Anna creates or coming up with podcast ideas or whatever it is that I want to work on business wise or writing wise that day, because often it, it lends itself really well to that, but I feel good about what I've done and I feel accomplished already about what I've done because I have this personal blog that I don't actually really care about. That's what helps spark that creativity and helps spark my confidence in what I'm doing. It's just that little bit of on that day at that time, I can do this. I'm being creative. I have ideas. It makes me feel really good and it just sets my day off on the right foot or at any time when I'm feeling like I have no ideas in the middle of the day even, I'll just go, you know what, I'm going to write an article or a piece for my personal blog and it just helps spark that creativity and then five hours later I've written three articles for Anna Creates and I've outlined four podcasts and, you know, lots of different things all from this personal blog that doesn't matter and is just a, a means to an end to get me to do something. And that's kind of the extent of the three main ways I really help get myself creative and get myself motivated to do whatever it is that I want to do or do anything, just get myself going. Because as soon as you start that ball rolling, as soon as you start that momentum, you're going to come up with different things to do and you're going to get things accomplished as soon as you get that ball rolling. It's always a snowball effect. Creativity is really like that. So sometimes we wake up and we sit down and we start working and it's amazing. We feel like we're going to get a lot done and we do. But other times it's not. So these are my three ways to kind of get around that. So to recap, go for a walk, sometimes listening to music, sometimes listening to a podcast that helps me get ideas, sometimes not listening to anything and just kind of letting my mind wander and come up with its own ideas and letting those ideas actually come out instead of continuously stimulating my brain. Accept the fact that I need a break. I accept the fact that I need to take a day off or I need to take an hour or a couple hours off or just, you know, the rest of my day is going to be fine. I can go play that video game. I can go read my book. I can go watch that Netflix show and it'll be fine because once the creativity strikes, I'll be ready to grab it and go and I'm not going to be burnt out. And then third, my personal blog, which is more about something that you don't care about. If you're a musician, maybe it's writing beats that you don't care about or just playing with a synth to come up with any kind of an idea of any sort. And, you know, that may turn into a song, it may not. For me, writing and a personal blog that I don't care about, that I just allow my ideas to come out, whatever it is that I'm thinking, it helps those creative juices get flowing and it really helps jumpstart my motivation to do things and my creativity for whatever it is that I want to do that day. But that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you know somebody that could use these pointers, please take a moment to share this episode. That would mean the world. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Anik Creates and check out my website, anikcreates.ca for show notes and staying up to date on everything I put out for you guys. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and I will see you in the next one. Until then, always be creating. Thank you for listening to the Anik Creates podcast. Be sure to check out anikcreates.ca for show notes and all the latest updates. Until next time, always be creating.